0: Dance. Dance for me about you. Show me the scars you wear so well that I can't see. Speak to me about the things that carve those hard lines along the edges of your mouth. The mouth that smiles so wide, I sometimes wonder, what is it trying to hide? Tell me. Tell me about the song you heard as you were driving down the highway How it pierced your heart and you missed the exit, so you drove on for miles and miles with tears in your eyes. Chant. Chant to me about the poems you wrote, the old photographs you kept, and the memories you painted on those beautiful journals you had burned to forget. Dance. Dance with me about... The dreams you had when you were seven, eight and nine, which were too silly, they told you. Too silly to be noticed by the adults who couldn't see you. The adults who couldn't hear you or feel you because they were never seen or heard or felt, loved themselves. Whisper. Whisper to me about a dream you keep as a secret for fear that once you let it out, the world will explode. Relate with me. What keeps you up at night? And why did you bother waking up this morning? Show me. What makes you tremble and shake or shiver in absolute delight? Sing. Sing with me about what makes your eyes light up like the brilliant stars we saw at the tip of Borneo. Tell me, tell me who do you think you are? Hey, hey, lovely beings out there. This is Devi and you are listening to the Liku Liku podcast. I hope you like that journal entry that I wrote for you and for myself as part of my healing journey which I'd like to dedicate to the participants of a play shop that I facilitated this past weekend, and they inspired me to write and share that journal, uh, which was the Drama Therapy Year Two students at UMS, University of Malaysia Sabah, and their lecturer, Shah Zainal, with whom the Likuliku Liku team and I had spent a wonderful, fulfilling and meaningful time together exploring the spaces within us so that we can learn to go beyond just the surface beyond just the small talks as we relate better with one another in a world that has seemed to stop making sense (laughs) thank you and have a good one
1: Welcome to the Liku Liku podcast, it ain't funny after all. It is the place where we discuss the deeper, less comfortable experience of being human. And we relate with one another to understand how to better live in a world that has stopped making sense.
2: Hi and hello, and welcome to another episode of Reality Bites with Amy D and the Liku Liku podcast collaboration. It's me, Amy Dangin, Amy D, and my co-hosts, Alan Karu and Devi Kusardi. Hello. Hi,
1: Amy. Hi, everyone.
2: We're glad to be here as always, sharing with you with yet another episode that we hope will be relatable to the audience. And today we want to talk about who do you think you are? (gasps) <gasps> do we know who we are and uh, it's it's i guess it's our way of uh, wanting to poke fun at things that we think we know <laughs> poke fun na? this is our idea of fun now
1: <laughs> light and fun right?
2: yes our idea of lightness <laughs> <laughs> right weird people weird people stay weird so yeah I think a lot of people think um, we kind of know who we are. Like, we know exactly what to say if we are being asked the question, who are you? Um, and and we were having this discussion, light discussion off air, about how, yeah, I think I kind of know um, who I am. Like, some of the things that we may come up with when we are being asked the question, um who we are who are you would be we'd be telling our age we'd be telling our race we'd be telling our profession mm. sometimes even religion right and uh, whether we, re- we realize it or not these are things that get directly asked in um official forms
1: <laughs> yep <laughs>
2: Yeah, and how surface can that be, right? And how often do we pause to think, like, wait a minute, is that really all I am? Mm. Right? And I think it's safe to say that Devi led us to ask this question today. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I'm going to go straight to Devi this time and ask, why are we talking about this? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well um i feel that there needs to be uh there need to be um uh an effort right from all of us individually and then as a collective mm. to go beyond the surface and uh to do this you know the easiest way is to actually find out like do you really know who you are who are you mm. who am i you know because often when people say, tell me about yourself, um, people would say their name, their gender, their occupation. Yeah. Usually that comes first, right? Uh, basically how they, their functions. I'm a mother of three. I'm a social media influencer, uh-huh. you know, or I'm an engineer. I'm a therapist. Like, mm. but who are you? I don't care about all that. Mm. I find that really boring, <laughs> actually someone has 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 told me this before, you know, and it really mm. it really uh caught me off guard. I was telling this person it was kind of on a date, and I was telling his this person who you know, I thought I was doing a good job telling him you know what my functions basically in society you know that I was a student and I'm finishing my master's degree and I'm also doing a part-time job and then uh, you know he said was like wow are you always this boring ouch
2: <sighs>
0: wow <laughs> are you yeah and yeah but he was such a nice and 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 you know very smart but yeah, also yeah. compassionate and he was mm. like I hope you don't mind me asking that but I you know wanted to go out with you because I wanted to know more mm about you and I'm sorry all the things you told me for the last 10 minutes was quite boring
1: corporate basically and
0: I know there's more (laughs) (laughs) and I know there's more you know uh, more to you than all of those things right so yeah
1: so so then then the conversation really started after that right yeah Mm. because he actually cared
0: yeah Mm. yeah 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 and I you know I didn't take offense you know I may have blushed and felt warm a little bit all over my body but then again I was like yeah thank you for giving me that uh ticket to open up mm. and 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 also from there I know hey this person is authentic like there's there's a level of authenticity in him you know yeah
2: yeah
1: that's rare. Yeah, yeah. I can't say I have heard that on a date, so I guess I wasn't as lucky.
2: <laughs> really? Well, yeah, it's true. Think- yeah, because <laughs> because yeah. most people would just stop there. Like okay, like even if they, even if they um, felt it was boring or mm-hmm. very surface level, not too many people have that authenticity and bravery to go beyond that. Like they would just take it for it. It is like okay, this person's. right right yeah you are very lucky
1: the the thing with the seaweed in your teeth kind of what i Mm. I use from time to time it's like okay yeah let's let's go beyond the seaweed (laughs) yeah yeah
0: or i think i think most people um will not find that boring that's a sad thing Ah. most people actually then kind of like yeah this is the way it is and then it's when it's their turn they're going to tell about the same thing and then maybe even try to one up you because they feel like they need to impress like you, okay i'm you even know? more
2: interesting than you <laughs>
0: yeah so it's like oh yeah you've traveled to seven countries i've traveled to 14 <laughs> double it up you know what i'm saying so i think people kind of yeah like to talk on that that uh, surface level right filling up a mm. form mm. Yeah. yeah. So, what about you? What about you guys? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> do you know who do you, you think are? You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> what well, do you think? You know
1: the thing. The thing that I that I've been thinking not I've been thinking about, but something that just pops in my head when I think about this is um, I don't know if you remember that uh, advertisement campaign, which I think was very very successful from Nikon. Hmm. It's that, that little um, gold box that separated into two. The left side said, I am, and the right side mm. says Nikon.
2: Ah, ah, yeah, yeah. Right?
1: And then people subverted that to just everything. Yep. I am Muslim. I am a father. I am a mom. Uh, I am yeah. whatever. Mm. And I find that really interesting how it really caught because... On the one hand, it's like people are desperate to belong to something to the point that they would create and buy t-shirts, right? Yeah,
0: to state mm. who they are. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. That,
1: that there's that there's that desire in a way to to be seen, but, but it's kind of seen as part of something else than being you. Mm. And for me, like when I saw that thing the first time, and no offense to anybody who strongly believes in you know a brand of camera or whatever but is that all there is like I am Nikon Mm, yeah like I I am a box (laughs) like if somebody would say I am photography Mm. I express myself by painting with light I would say yeah I can get behind that it's kind of cool like you know maybe you don't like words so much but you prefer images and you 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 like your identity to transpire from the art that you create all right but like just basically saying that you are a brand of an item Mm. or i am canon i am nikon like i used to own those cameras and whatnot and whenever you went to forums it was always the nikon boys versus the the canon Canon guys (laughs) and and it's like they both actually take pictures of stuff (laughs) right which is the purpose right and i'm just like or, you know, like back in the days, it was like Sega versus Nintendo. Now just <laughs> Sega just disappeared. It's, it, yeah. it seems like it's always been like this. Like we always need to find some kind of divide to create and and to, to dig a trench mm. and just be there. And that's, that's going to be our, our purpose is to actually be on one side against the other. Yeah. Otherwise, life doesn't have a meaning.
2: Mm. But
1: we get lost in that. Right? That ex-
2: exclusivity, right? Mm. Like, we belong to, I belong to a certain group that differ- mm. differentiates me from this other group.
1: Yeah, I can only exist by being the opposite of something else.
2: Uh, or being yeah. a part of something else. Mm. <laughs> That's not the same as others. Like, yeah, like, I, I kind of get what you're trying to say, Alan. Like, we've, how is it that we, Feel this need to be seen as something, but at the same time, also why is it so segregating, right? Like
1: it's othering, uh, right? Yeah, othering. Like, yeah, I have yeah. to. It's uh, I forgot the name of the lady who wrote the the book. The Origin of Others is the name of the book, but I'm sorry, I forgot the name of the lady.
2: Mm. Mm, othering. So yeah, and and the reason why we we want to talk about this is because. Yeah there is so much segregation and there is so much um there's so much limitations also I feel like the way mm. we describe ourselves the way we think we know who we are and we stop there mm. right and really boring yeah. juga hidup yeah boring right like, yeah it's, <laughs> it's what a boring life it is then if we just okay stay there I'm a mother of 3 and I'm am um, I'm a entrepreneur, I'm a social media influencer. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah.
0: Applause, and applause, and <laughs> dot, dot, dot.
2: The most we could go, the deepest we could go is probably our preferences and dislikes.
0: Mm, right? Exactly, likes and yeah. dislikes, yeah. Mm.
2: And, I, and I also want to talk about this because I struggle even in describing myself in profiles. <laughs> mm. Like, I am a social media influencer. Um, the label was given to me, although I hate the term. I think I could never stress that enough. Um, but I struggle to put a description in my bio. Like, I, I, I can't just simply settle with words that describe what I do, what I post on my feed. Right.
0: Mm.
2: And and um, also I struggle in filling up official forms. <laughs> official forms like
0: mm.
2: sometimes like, do I really have to tell what my occupation is? Will that really <laughs> describe who I am? Yeah. And, and what kind of treatment I expect from this organization who's asking for all this info. Mm. Right. In looking for a house to rent, maybe. Mm. Or even in, yeah, looking for um potentials in romantic relationships. Mm. Like it's a struggle. Yeah. And and yeah. the fact that we don't talk about this often limits the 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 depth of where we can go when it comes to getting to know each other better.
1: Mm. Uh if I may uh, pause for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say interject, but but yeah that would make me sound like <laughs> You know, appetite. Yeah. But but um, what comes to my mind in here is maybe maybe just talk about subtlety a little bit. Like what what we would write on a corporate profile is not the same as what we would say to a landlord who is looking for a tenant. Is not the same that we would put on a dating website. Is not the same as what we would mm. tell what we do in our life to our mother or our father that we will um. tell to our kids, that we will tell to friends and all this, mm-hmm. right? And I, and I think it's it's good to sometimes squint our eyes instead of just looking for really sharp focus and just really try and get with the idea that that, that we're subtle and there's many ways to describe ourselves instead of just having that one single, you know, a PDF file in which you just fit everything on one page, and that's all there is to see. And you just copy and paste it everywhere. Like how boring would that be, right? Mm. But at the same time, that's kind of what we're asked to do. Yeah, yeah. Like I know, for example, um, I've helped my 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 sister recently because she's uh, applying for for jobs. She's not really happy the one that she has at the moment, and so she's she's looking to find another one. And I was helping her. Um, because she may have to speak in English while she was doing that. Mm. And so I was kind of using that opportunity to help coach her a little bit to get her to know herself. But the thing that really comes really clear is that you kind of don't really want to really tell who you are Mm. because your employer would freak out. (laughs) Mm. So you kind of have to find that really weird balance between... Being unique in your own way that could benefit your employer, but without being the full person, because otherwise they're like, "Sorry,
2: okay, she's too crazy to hire." <laughs> yeah, you're, mm. you're. Yeah, no. Too weird. I don't know what I'm gonna deal with when it comes to managing my business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, so where, so where do we draw that
1: line, right? Well, maybe. What, like, just a question amongst ourselves what do we think would be useful in knowing another person? If it's not the race, the religion, the sex, gender, the whatever else that you fill the government forms with, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Like, what else then?
2: Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of our off air conversation about um, renting a house or looking Mm. for a house to rent. So you know how landlords tend to have preferences of mm. what race they want or do not want and people um, uh, renting their property. Right. Um, and that thing is so limiting, right? We know this. We know how limiting that can be and how offensive it can be or insulting it can be even mm. for a lot of people. Um, and in some cases, the landlord might even be seen as a racist person. Um, mm. But there's one, I was looking through the um, rental adverts recently, and there's one landlord who stated directly of what they want and do not want to happen in their property mm. directly without having to point out the race or religion of preference. Mm. And I find that's refreshing because mm-hmm. most that's rare, again, like this uh, guy that, that mm-hmm. we got the opportunity, uh, got lucky of seeing, of going yeah. on a date with, right? It, it's rare, and I think it's those kind of qualities, that kind of um, conveying the message, that kind of conveying the conversation, that we should highlight, so as to give people more options on how to conduct ourselves in these public spaces. Mm. Like the landlord just put it outright, mm. due to. Uh, due to past bad experiences with pets, with people who own pets, we prefer uh, tenants who do not own pets. We don't we don't allow pets in our property, mm-hmm. and I felt like that was a better way of putting it than, you know, than than pointing out their race or religion of preferences. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just basically uh, revealing what's the what's the experience, which is mm. kind of one definition of being authentic, right?
2: Mm. Mm. Showing us all that there are other ways to do this, guys and gals, <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? Yeah, but yeah. I think also
0: um, we need to remind each other or remind ourselves to mm. um, always have uh, provide a safe space. For people to go beyond the surface, mm. right? When we, when it comes to uh, uh, getting to know each other, when it comes to um, applying for a job, for example, I feel like if you're a company or you're a business owner or you're an organization, uh, why not be open enough and you know facilitate that that openness? from mm. from people don't you want to know more the real you know the 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 good stuff and the not so good stuff about this person that you are you're interviewing that you probably will hire so i think how do how do we create that i think that's that's why i want to talk about this so that you know bringing that awareness to people so that we can Together, we can actually uh, provide the safe space for people to go beyond that boring information. It's like, okay, I can find that on, you know, your Facebook or, or mm-hmm. Linked, you know, LinkedIn or, you know, just give me a resume. But I want to know more about yeah. who you are, Your instead of gender, maybe your, your sexual preferences, your, <laughs> you know, your exposure, right? Or, or you've been exposed before
2: yeah yeah or or how would you um solve maybe or how would you handle a certain conflict a certain situation i think that tells more about a person than Mm. just their race and religion yep or their previous careers (laughs) yeah right yeah yeah
1: but at the Mm. same time i think the from an employer's perspective i'm just going to be the devil's advocate for a little bit Is that they also have to face the idea that people would try and portray themselves as something that they're not. And that's why they've gone to, you know, tests, psychological tests, like, which is not really that common here. I mean, I think there are because I went on jobs the jobs the DB in in Malaysia, and I think you some people can opt to accept to take some kind of test,
0: mm. and that
1: gives some information from a psychological perspective. I don't know how accurate that is, yeah. but they can, but people can refuse, right? But in the states, like when you apply for certain jobs, it's like a almost like a requirement. Yeah. And one could wonder if it's not an invasion of privacy, like even if people can actually refuse to take it,
0: Uh Mm.
1: that means they're putting themselves at a disadvantage compared Mm. to other people, which means that then people would have an incentive to try and fake their test based on what they think would score higher. Mm. Which is, <laughs> this whole thing becomes a game of who's the most inauthentic to, to take advantage of the others. Yeah. Uh, unawareness of, of who we actually are and all that, right? Right,
0: right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I mean, it's it's really difficult because we, we want to be seen for certain things and not really seen for other things, right? There There are um, some parts of us that we'd rather not put... In any of the profile, not the dating one, not the one that your mom knows, not the one that your children know, not the one that, you know, like things that actually don't belong in anything. Mm. Right?
2: Yeah. I do have that yearning in a way for potential employers to know maybe like I struggle. What are the things that I struggle with at the areas in which I need help? But also I thrive in certain areas. Mm. You know, like I, I also don't want to go in there promising them that I can do this. I mean, I've done that in the past. Mm. I'd like to think that I'm, a, I've grown
1: <laughs> and paid to, the price, right? <laughs> usually yeah, you have to I, pay a price of entry for oh, growth. Oh
2: yes, oh yes. I've, I've been that person who wants to be seen as capable, very capable, by my employers, and so. Um, I I drive up my points Mm. (laughs) maybe one or two levels higher than what I know I was capable, I was really capable Mm. of. And I end up with tasks on my desk, literally, that I struggled with. Like, oh my God, why did I say that about myself? I don't (laughs) know how to do this, you know? And it's not fun. It's not fun having to deal with the repercussions later. So, what I'm trying to say is I do wish for a safe space Mm. even in a professional setting. Mm. Like how do we create that kind of environment, that kind of, yeah, ambience, I guess, Mm. Um, even in professional settings? Because I feel like it would save us all a lot of work. (laughs) It will save us all a lot of heartache and disappointments even. Mm. If we're just able to create that kind of meet at the middle kind of um, environment, even in professional settings. So then the the, the employers do not have to go beyond with their expectations. Mm. And the employees do not have to go beyond what they're truly capable of. Yeah. Just saying, yeah. Mm. Right? How do Uh, we do that? It
1: requires maturity from both ends, which we don't always have. I mean, I've been on the, both uh, mm. sides of the table in which I was interviewed and in which I was interviewing. Mm. Uh, it's uncomfortable on both sides, actually.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah.
1: And sometimes you just ask questions and you don't really, like if you're trying to choose, you don't really get any information that, that, that allows you to choose if it's going to be a right fit, because at the end of it, um, it might sound far-fetched, right? But like, for example, mm-hmm. when you're when you're choosing your therapist to somebody you're going to work with to deal with um, the deeper kind of stuff, right? That sometimes no one else will know, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: you can't. Okay, this is just my personal experience and my personal um, choices, I guess is that you want to make sure that it's a good fit for both sides. No one benefits from, like the therapist doesn't benefit from having a person that they can't work with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know, I, I'm not going to feel good about myself if I just took a person that it, it is just going to be too much for me to handle, right? Or is not the, the kind of person that has the, the types of challenges that I'm good at dealing with or that, or that I can really help. Right. And then same goes for the other side, so I I really wanna that th- those things that we do in consultations to begin with is really to just say hey you know I work like this and this is kind of how I am, and would that would that be okay? Because you know we don't have to do this if it doesn't kind of feel right a little bit.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: and taking this to the the employer employee thing like that could happen, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So employer should be more of a play more of a facilitator, a therapist or a coach rather than just like somebody who's like a dictator asking questions, right? One-sided. Mm. Or like the boss, for
1: example. Yeah. But the dictator, the dictator actually never gets the answers that he needs. Mm. Like if you're torturing somebody, right? You're always going to get what you think the person should tell you because you're actually torturing them mm. and um. that, that doesn't actually result in the right kind of collaboration because the, if the person under torture is revealing to you that yes they can do that job because they feel pressured they won't get it if they don't or, or they will feel judged sometimes it's not even about the job right mm. it's just yeah. I'm going to feel judged by the employer of not being good enough and so I'm going to try and look like I can do it but in the end that person's going to get the job and 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 the the ball's going to drop and somebody's going to have to pick it up so the the employer doesn't even win right right yeah
2: yeah mm. nobody wins
1: yeah it's a lose yeah. lose game yeah
0: same thing with parenting right amy i'm sure I you can relate this yeah
2: <laughs>
1: if you're a parent yeah, yeah. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Extorting. Um, extorting, is that the term? Like, yeah. Yeah, trying to force that obedience out of them instead of, as opposed to authentically relating to your children. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say also that 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 has a lot to do with how we were raised. Yeah, yeah. How we are as an employer, how we are as an employee seeking for potential jobs and how we are able or not to to have that emotional maturity mm. to be able to be honest with ourselves mm. and also to be uh, to be able to take on that kind of confrontation right? Um, it takes emotional maturity and that has a lot to do with how we were raised mm. with how our um, culture of communication started at home or when we were growing up, right? So whether or not we are able to be honest with what we are truly capable of um, and whether or not we're able to take on uh, criticism, well, not criticism, but like really upfront communication, Mm. I guess, upfront honesty about what the employer is able or not able to tolerate. Mm. That has a lot to do with emotional maturity and yeah, emotional maturity starts at home with how we were parented. Exactly. I I think. Yeah. 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 Am I getting somewhere? Yes. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that's why that awareness is important, right? To be instilled um in all of us as young as possible. Right? To know mm. who you are. So, do you think you know who you are? We should be asking this question to uh, you know, 12-year-olds,
2: uh, 14-year-olds, 16 yeah. You know? I'm already thinking about it, yeah.
0: Mm. Because this idea of uh, the, you know, that we need to compete, that is so strong, right? That is part of the Mm. issue here where we cannot go beyond uh, just our function. Basically, it needs to have a value. It needs to uh, have, um, how do you say like you know being competitive right yeah it has to yeah. worth something it has to uh, you know have have to be uh, there's a certain number attached to it there's a certain uh, a success letter you know attached to to everybody to all of us
2: it has to be deemed acceptable by the society that we live in mm, yeah Get married too. at a certain age. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think a lot of um, forced identities as mm. well as children, like how parents just kind of force that identity on children. Yeah. Like you are going to be a an entrepreneur. You're going to be a violinist, successful athlete, uh, football player mm. um, in school. You know, yeah, like that kind of expectation whether or not they are spoken or unspoken mm. right when we were growing up and i think we have um sat uh, juga or yeah indirectly we have created a generation of people who think we know who we mm. are
0: mm.
2: yeah as individuals
0: yeah
2: but actually no we've just stuck to the surface all this while people <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, we've become people who
0: never really want to find out the why. So why? So what do you Mm. want to be? I would like to be a doctor. Oh, that's wonderful. And then you talk about how great it is being a doctor or whatever it is, right? That your parents happen to approve. But they never ask like, but why? Why do you want to be a doctor? Why do you want to be an engineer? Why do you want to be a model, right? Mm. Or a film star, a musician, and, um, you know, how, how do you think we can uh, achieve that together? Or how can you then serve other people with this job? Or how can that benefit you? You know, we
2: never really talk about these things. Go beyond. Mm. Yeah. You don't go beyond, yeah.
1: I think the thing that we're doing here is we're seeing the glass half empty. Maybe we need to start seeing it half full, mm. as in like... How do you then, if, if if identity is not that, that's what I kind of wanted to, to go mm. at some point earlier, then what is it? How do you define, what are the questions that you really need to ask yourself or that you need to be able to answer <coughs> in a way yeah. that would get us to be closer to what is it that, what is it like to be us? Just mm. us, like individually me, you know, and no n- no one else. Yeah.
2: Okay, Alan, what would you, what would you recommend, Alan? What, what questions would you ask yourself?
1: Um, I guess things that you learn from um, modalities like authentic relating can really help. Huh. Which is like, for example, uh, one of the games that we play during the trainings, right, is going through a few rounds of, if you really knew me, you would know this about me. Mm -hmm. so we're already offering what the deeper experience of getting to know each other is without having had the time because you're meeting people for the first time in a training Mm -hmm. right and you want to speed things up and not be at the small talk Mm. so for example if we went for one round let's just try try right Mm -hmm. here and I would just start and just say if you really knew me you would know that I'm not as arrogant as what I may sound like.
2: <laughs> mm. Yeah, beyond your abrasive jokes. <laughs> yeah.
1: That not everybody understands, but but they can actually, this is meta, you don't actually do that during the, the, the thing, you only debrief at the end, but just to give it a little bit of a context, mm. um, sometimes you can be perceived as being a certain way, Is. Like you're trying really hard not to, but it kind of comes out that way. But if people know you for a longer period of time, mm. they kind of get to know the real you and they're like, "I yeah, when when somebody's talking about mm. you, they might say, I can understand why you would think that about this person while the person's not there, right? Like me, for example. Mm. But stick around and you'll see. It just takes a different shape later.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, yeah, okay,
1: okay, so a l a m, okay, Amy,
0: <laughs> Amy's turn.
2: I hate this part right here.
1: <laughs> you always like to be spontaneous and not to be told, right? So That's now's your time temptation. to shine.
2: If you really know me, you would know that uh, <laughs> if you really know me, you would know that. I um I am not as funny. Mm. I'm not that funny, actually. <laughs> I like to think and talk about deep stuff.
0: Yeah. Mm.
2: And I don't know if a lot of people know that about me. Like I'm actually very serious. Like my face throughout the day is not all smiley like Anti Fatrin in my posters and in most of the photos that I take with a lot of people. I'm actually very curious i think a lot (laughs) yeah so like i i like to spend time with myself just asking questions
1: Mm. yeah right yeah and that that can be painful because just like what i said about me people get a different idea from the surface right and it's kind of the the opposite on the inside sort of
2: Mm. yeah yeah And if people don't know me that well, they would think that I am just, that's why she's depressed because she overthinks. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or that sometimes I ask questions that people like, isn't that already obvious? Yeah, but why? (laughs) Yeah. Next, DK. (laughs) Mm -mm. Oh, gosh. Um,
0: Yeah. If you really knew me, Uh, you would know that um, I'm not that serious.
1: Mm. Hmm. (laughs) Mm. Fun-loving person, but with a veneer and coating of responsibilities because of exposure to life, right? Mm. Sort of. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some people can sometimes see me as being distant or... Not, uh, maybe not, not soft, yeah, maybe proud. Arrogant. Yeah. Proud, yeah. But Alan already took that arrogant, <laughs> so I couldn't. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm actually very uh, childlike. I like to play a lot, and somehow mm. those needs are usually not met mm. by the people I meet, <laughs> Because mm. yeah, because of all of our bias biasness, right towards others,
1: and straight away, I think what we can see from from this game, right? is that in in all three cases, it feels to me like the environment has shaped the first uh, coating of paint, layer yeah, layer of paint. But that's enough, that's not 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 enough to actually get to know the real us. And Mm. so we may, for example, me, I may have become an engineer because of, you know, my growing environment or monetary needs or, you know, people might become a doctor because they need to uh, elevate their social standing, Mm. you know. But it might not really be their calling and they might have a different passion for something else. Yeah. That you would only get to know... If you really dig deeper with the person and allow them the benefit of the doubt, right? Like, mm. you're a doctor, but let's just put that to the side
2: mm. for a second. Mm. And I'm a social media influencer by accident, I feel. Mm. <laughs> mm. I was funny one time, it was captured in a video, and then people just assume that's that's Amy Dangin. <laughs> She's funny and she'll always be up for... Um entertaining us mm. like that song Dance Monkey. I feel like that sometimes. <laughs> oh. I, entertain us. It's your job. You yeah. Dance with me, dance with me, dance with me. Uh oh, uh oh, oh. <laughs> people what people don't see is like inside. I was just like, I I just came here for the food, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Will you dance yeah. for food? <laughs>
2: right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But the thing is, we have a true desire to be seen for for who we are, but we have to get past the scare of the painful experience if it doesn't actually pan out, right?
2: Mm, Yeah. Yeah, and I'm slowly learning this. Mm. Um, I think I said it in the text today, in this space.
0: Mm.
2: I'm in this space of doing this podcast. I feel like I'm slowly, just gradually peeling the layer one by one Of finding uh, comfort in the discomfort. Mm. Yeah, because it feels really uncomfortable actually, trying to peel that layer of onion, layers of onion one by one.
1: Makes you cry. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Makes you cry a lot. (laughs) Right? Pun pun intended. (laughs) Yes,
1: and maybe those around you, if they're close enough, yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. This oh, actually, actually it's reminds me. Not a bad me. image. It's not. I, I, this reminds me, I actually got that Layers of Onion from the movie Shrek.
1: Oh. Mm, wonderful yeah. um, movie yeah. about life.
2: Yeah. And about identity as well. It's not what you see on the inside. On the outside. <laughs> eh, on the in, on the outside.
1: <laughs> because she just recently watched Inside Out. <laughs> Yeah, another <laughs>
0: cute movie, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: So how, how, let's just go one step, maybe, you know, deeper. How do we really get to, what 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 is another way to get to know oneself? What makes you uniquely you and not somebody else?
2: Hmm. I guess you can only know that by learning how to sit with yourself for a bit, without all the distractions.
0: Yeah. 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 And, um, if you can, right?
1: Can you though?
2: If you cannot, then that says a lot about what you think you know about yourself. (laughs) Ah,
1: Yes. That one I'm, I'm, it's closer to what I understand. Doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. It's just how I perceive it because if you Right, let's just talk about uh, the, the yogi, for example, that people have this idea that it's just a person who is going to have a constipated fe- face and sitting in a lotus posture, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if mm-hmm. you're not interacting with the world, how do you get to know it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, And 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 so you have different branches of yoga, which I'm not really going to try to go very deep into, but some of them are more like, you know, earth is evil and we need to uh, escape it through meditation and all that. And some are more like you need to engage with the world to get to know yourself mm. Mm. and to actually be of 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 service and to go through the mud and all this. And I'm not saying that one's better than the other, but I am more inclined to say, well, but maybe it's easier if you just go and you know, paint, paint the walls with color, like you're actually in a room where it's all dark. And if you just sit quietly by yourself, there's no noise, you won't be able to know exactly where you are. But the minute you start acting, and you you start throwing some paint around, then suddenly, you can actually see what it's like to be in this world, and maybe to get to know more about yourself. Right? If you if you're in a dark room, and you you can't see anything, not even your own shape of your body and and, and whatnot. Yeah. But the minute you stub your toe on one piece of the furniture, then suddenly it comes alive, and you're like, oh, okay, I can see where, where this is going, and you know. So maybe interact with the world. And one question that I would, that I think is important for us to know is like, what are our values? What do we stand for? Mm. And so you could think of games going that way, where you're just like. In this situation, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Like those, uh, it gets really tricky, you know, but it's like, you, you, if if you had to do an action that kills five people to save a thousand, would you be okay with that? You know, and of course, it's just outrageous to think about all these things and it makes your head hurt and your and your heart sometimes, right? But it gets you closer to get to what you would stand for, right?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I guess it's constant work of balancing between the two. Um, being able to sit with yourself for a bit, but also not completely isolating yourself because you still need to know, if you want to know more about yourself, then you have to know how you relate, relate to the world. Mm. Maybe, maybe yeah.
0: integrating those two experiences mm. rather than balancing, mm. right? We always talk about that. Like even even in healthcare, right, we want to integrate. yeah mm. So yeah. there's discomfort and the comfort, how do we how do we just embrace the experience? yeah:
2: It always fascinates me how our topics just goes, hope goes back full circle, like it's just all connected. yeah yeah and and I, and I hope that our audience are able to um, also get that get it that way you know if we're not making any sense guys gals y'all out there who are listening do let us know and connect with us um help us make sense here on this podcast <laughs> yeah, help us help make us sense, sense to you cuz <laughs> mm. cuz we're not about we didn't come out here to become preachers of all knowing knowing everything about how the world or how the human brain works. This this space right here is more of a discussion mm. of a, more of a platform, right? Mm. For us to figure things out together and learn as we go.
1: And actually if you disagree out there, it's totally fine. Because you yeah. see, this just that that painting the wall with 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 color. If you disagree with something, then that means this is kind of telling you what you stand for. Well, I don't really see it that yeah. way. Right.
0: Mm. A step forward yeah. to knowing knowing who you are, right? Hmm. Mm.
2: Yeah. And 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 I guess that's the takeaway from this whole conversation today, right? Go beyond the surface, mm. right? Let's all stay open, be open to getting to know um, not only each other but also ourselves in the process.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: yeah. So as to make way for better interaction with each other because there's so much othering and segregating and exclusivity in today's world and look at where it has gotten us mm. yeah right yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah how can we have a healthy relationship with others if if we don't actually understand ourselves to begin with right
2: mm. yep. so and and i guess the the how, how summing up today's episode is um, I don't think we truly know who we are <laughs> <laughs> alright answering the question that I first uh, that we first asked when we opened today's episode and I think that's a nice place to leave it at yeah, for yeah. today yeah we're gonna have upcoming episodes um, but yeah keep the interaction going all of you out there all of us in yeah. here Um uh, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and also Anchor And we air every Monday and mm-hmm. Friday From 11am to 1pm on KK12FM
0: 89.5
2: <laughs> If you are in Kota Kinabalu yeah. And we also try to have regular um, live interactions now on, on Instagram That's right Cool,
0: cool Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. Be it on Amy Dangin my my profile page, my account Amy Dangin, or um, we're also probably going to try and go live through Likuliku Liku Creative um, account someday.
0: Yep. Mm. Yeah. Alrighty.
2: So st- stay, stay, open stay open and stay curious. curious
1: about who you are.
2: Yeah. About who we are, right? And until the next episode, Liku, Liku out. House.